Welcome to Bison Banks Market Podcast. Hi, welcome to another weekly podcast. Uh, Luis Bravo again with the monthly update of his playbook. So, Luis, what's the update on your side? Hi, hi Nelson. Uh, thank you for having me. So, um, this month we are launched our quarterly opt- update for the investment playbook and uh, it's our muddle through path towards recovery edition and uh, basically uh, it um, it uh, sets the following scenario so as we move into a decisive quarter for the global economy reopening under the recovery process which is our basic thesis from the beginning of the year the pace of vaccination rollout currently has been varying usually around the world so given the large number of different vaccinations, production and distribution bottlenecks, uh, not to mention the geopolitical stresses and safety concerns, the rollout ha- uh, will be seamless in, in some few countries. Um, the state of art has shows, however, that the key economies in the world that are facing a serious rise on COVID, has had faced a serious rise on COVID-19, have been among the quickest to vaccinate in the first quarter of 2021. So the United States is leading the way amongst the largest economies uh, and the developed world. And at this time, uh, um, already 39% of the population has taken at least one dose of a vaccine. Um, on the other side of the Atlantic, here in Europe, the vaccination process is uh, under a two-speed scenarios. While it has gained a pace in the UK with 48.39% of the population with uh, uh, one dose token, uh, these are all figures from the 19th of April uh, update. In the European Union, uh, at this date, um, the vaccination is much more slower, with only about 18.7% of the population with one at least dose taken of the vaccine. So this is a slow start. And this was caused by various procurement, distribution and safety issues. And um, uh, uh, leaving the developed world, uh, we can also say that in China, the process of vaccination seems also to be a bit more slower than in Europe, uh, with uh, numbers saying with numbers referring to a 12% of the population with uh, the vaccine uh, had been taken, which reflects here probably most probably a lack of urgency uh, due to low current level of, of infections. So this said, it sets up a, a, a scenario, a muddle through scenario, um, where the world is uh, struggling to eradicate the pandemic disease and uh, where the world has been seeing a rise of inflation. So inflation has brought back fears of unexpected setbacks in the monetary policy, especially in the United States. So uh, the infl- the, this effect is also undoubtedly to set them to move higher in the next in the upcoming months, mostly given to the strengthening oil prices and in the very low base effects that we have seen from last year. Um, however, we see it as more of a fundamental discussion for the end of the year when we talk about uh, raise of, uh, the rise the rising of uh, uh, rates from the central banks. Um, or for the beginning of 2022. We believe that this there that more evidence is, is needed, especially from activity after COVID and also from the labor markets as base effects, these base effects unwind and the state of slack in labor markets gets more visibility. Uh, so what will be the, the real, we are talking about the real negotiating power for wage increases. Nevertheless, investors will keep talking on this uh, subject and we will be following closely inflation and markets 
will of course reflect this effect, uh, this factor as a key risk going forward. Um, looking uh, looking ahead and taking this to account and looking ahead to, to Q2, uh, we uh, still uh, we we believe that the recovery process will is still to set intact. So the vaccination hurdles and uh, the the vaccination process is uh, is still under a, a very acceptable stage. Uh, and the world, despite these hurdles of of the of the infection process and uh, and also with the vaccine, the world seems set to be on the correct path of growth. Uh, the global economy uh, should. Uh, have a solid rebound uh, in 2021 as economies around the world continue to recover from the pandemic and the the, the vaccine gets the vaccine rollouts broaden out and get a faster pace that we expect uh, in that in, in the most relevant economies in the world will start gaining pace in the next quarter uh, very 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 more quickly than we saw in the first one. So this will project the field rebound in the annual average GDP uh, for 2021. And um, uh, uh, this, of course, will not be exempt of, uh, of some uncertainties and inequality in growth. And therefore, this is why we believe that we're going to have like a muddle through process, not a straightforward process, but it's a, it's a muddle through path uh, towards recovery. So this is basically our key message for the next quarter. We hope our clients uh, 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 may 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 capitalize on these on these ideas. We also uh, we also have uh, several new investment ideas in our in our investment playbook. So we 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 encourage uh, clients to to talk with the with the client management departments and see how they can implement them through the advisory service. Thank you, Nelson. Okay, thank you, Luis. Again, uh, if you have any questions, please reach out to Luis and the client management department. Um, to see how then to address this, this situation. Now, me quickly going over the variations of the past week's performance. Despite earnings season being quite good and also the Fed uh, support uh, that we had from the meeting on Wednesday, uh, on a weekly basis, the stock market had a negative tone. The Dow Jones went down half a percent. The S&P closed flat. Nasdaq down 0.39%. Also in Europe, Eurostox 50 down almost 1%. The German DAX also down almost 1%. We had the Spanish IPEX going up 2.28. Uh, and the Asian markets uh, also uh, negative mood for the week. So Nikkei down 0.72. Hang Seng down 1.22. The Shenzhen closed flat and the CSI 300 also negative 0.23. Here we have to say that also some caution in the Asian market because we are going into Labor Day um, holidays. The Chinese market and Japanese will be closed until um, Thursday. So uh, without the activity, some caution uh, by investors that also had some impact, um, especially at the end of the week. But OK, the full week was negative for Asia. We are still seeing a crackdown from the Chinese authorities on the tech giants. Uh, also, the Huarong saga is also going on uh, with some pressure on the yields from the Chinese uh, debt. Everyone expecting to get a clearer view of how the uh, solution will be for the company, for the time being they have been able to pay off their immediate debt and they have support from the local banks but still uh, the, uh, the final uh, accounts or report financial report for 2020 was again delayed and the market wants to see that those numbers and also fully understand if there will be a restructuring of the debt or if effectively 
the guarantee uh, of the government will step in and uh, basically uh, fill the hole. So let's see. On the FX market, we also saw some uh, um, slight uh, recovery here. Uh, the dollar euro more or less closed uh, on the same level, flat, but still uh, euro a little bit uh, stronger this week. Uh, the dollar index um, went up half a percent. We also saw some uh, rising in U.S. Treasury yields, so what uh, also helped the dollar a little bit. The VIX uh, also liar, higher 7.39 percent on on the week. Uh, regarding the yields, we have here uh, USA closing the week at 1.62, up from 1.55 uh, previous Friday. So uh, again, here justifying a little bit the recovery of the dollar despite the euro doing a little bit well it even traded above 121 shortly during the week so here are something something to bear in mind um, germany uh, yields uh, trading at now minus 20 uh, so higher from minus 0.25 the previous friday and since it's also end of the month let's quickly go over the month overall not just over the week uh, the markets on a monthly view were positive the dow jones ended the month higher 2.7 percent the s p up five percent the Nasdaq another 5.4, so pretty good. Euro stocks up 1.42, DAX uh, 0.85, very strong performance also in Europe. Uh, in Asia, only uh, Nikkei or the Japanese market ended the month down 1.25%. Hang Seng up 1.22, Shenzhen 3.6, and the CSI 300 was up 1.49%. The S&P Asia 200. Uh, was up 3.46%. Also here, like I was saying, at the month all in all, quite good. The euro dollar performance, the euro um, uh, gained uh, a little bit of strength against the dollar over the month. So on the end of March, we were trading at 1.17, ended on April at 120. So a 3.04% uh, increase of the of the euro the vix on a monthly view despite the week uh, the vix going up on the monthly view it went down four percent so from 1940 to 1861 uh, over the whole month so a different view from the weekly week view the v, uh, the um, sorry the dollar index uh, also lost a little bit so it closed on um, on March at uh, 93.23, uh, then now on, on, on the 30th of April, 91.28. So also here the, the, uh, the VIX index a little bit uh, weaker, recovering a little bit also last week, like I was saying, because the yields were going up again. Um, also there was the Fed talk from Powell, but markets more more and more stable so markets now currently just trying to understand after all this earnings season being so positive is there still fuel to go higher or if everything is already priced in so uh, let's see uh, again i have spoken a bit about this in the past we have bears and bulls some say it will go one way others will go the other the big question is how strong will the effective uh, reopening of the economies be on the on the economy itself uh, and that will definitely uh, also dictate the evolution of the markets in the coming weeks thank you very much for listening um, see you next week thanks for listening bison bank your eurasian partner